How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We are back on Inside the Clubhouse 670. The score, Bruce Levine and Mike Esposito here with you. We are pleased to jump on out to the Alpamani Ford hotline. Alpamani Ford in Melrose Park. The voice of Chicago Cub baseball heard many places and on the score. Our good friend Pat Hughes joins us on a Saturday afternoon where it looks like late morning almost and... It, it's it's nighttime here, Pat. I don't know if it, if it's a turn to uh, light and where you're at in the suburbs, but it's nighttime here. Anyway, and hopefully you had a nice Thanksgiving holiday, and thanks for joining us on Inside the Clubhouse. Bruce, always nice to be with you. Thank you, and Mike also. I hope you guys are having a happy holiday season. And you're right, it is kind of a dreary day, but uh, then again, there have been opening days at Wrigley Field where this would have actually been welcome weather yeah. like this. So I'm not complaining. It's a, it's an exciting time of the year. Um, the, the hot stove for baseball is going to start heating up generally in the first week of December. That's when you start to see some pretty big free agent signings, and I think that will be the case again this year. And as I say that, it comes to mind that it was about five years ago this week that the Cubs signed John Lester and uh, the rest is history. Yeah, it is. And, you know, we're, we're looking at the other side of town now as, you know, the Grandel signing being a, a key one for them as they move forward in their rebuild into year four of that. And, of course, what you pointed out, what the Chicago Cubs were able to do in year four when – 97 games and go to the NLCS and start that great run. How do you look at the uh, the end of the season for the Cubs and uh, the transition now moving toward David Ross? How how do you think that uh, the reaction to all that will be shaking out as they, they move towards spring training? Uh, good question, uh, Bruce. I think, uh, first of all, it was a very disappointing ending to the season, undeniably. Uh, the Cubs came so very close. They were uh, close to the division lead uh, near the end. That uh, series with the Cardinals is just hard to still imagine losing all four games at Wrigley, all four by a single run. One was in extra innings. There were two others where the Cubs had a ninth-inning lead and could not hold on to it. And that was really uh, the season right there. Uh, it's it's interesting in, in sports at all levels there comes a time in every season, if you are a contender for a championship, there are games you have to win. And if you don't, you're not going to win. And, and that's, that was sadly the way the Cubs season ended. But uh, they came very close, uh, just not, uh, not close enough. And, and they still have a good core of solid players and still a very good lineup and some good pitchers. I'm sure that Theo Epstein and his staff will be busy to try to fortify the pitching staff, in particular the bullpen. Uh, during this off season, but I think David Ross will be a very interesting manager. Um, I was thinking earlier. Think of all the catchers that have gone on to become very good uh, big league baseball managers: Joe Joe Torre and Mike Sosha. Um, of course, Joe Madden was a minor league catcher. Right. 
so there have been a lot of guys. Bobby Cox is yep. another one down in Atlanta, a Jim, Hall of Fame manager. Jim Leland, of course, as well, you know, sure. minor Girardi. league catcher. Sure, yep. but it's, it's, it's because those guys are involved. The catcher is involved in every single pitch, working with the pitcher to try to get the batter out, making sure the defensive men are, are positioned properly. Uh, I used to have some great conversations with the Hall of Famer Alan Trammell when he was part of the Cubs coaching staff, and we would talk about the most important defensive players on the field, and Alan, of course, a great shortstop, but he said it's either shortstop or catcher. You've got to be strong defensively at those two spots. And when you think about it, Bruce and Mike, if you don't have a good defender at both of those spots, it's impossible to have an overall good defense. I agree. But I, th- I think David Ross has so many of the intangibles. He's, uh, uh, he's, he's a former player, uh, never really an everyday player for a long length of time. So he had to really study the game to survive all those years. And, and many times those are the kinds of guys that make great managers. But uh, he's got great people skills. He's very smart. He's very personable. Uh, I think he'll make sure the players give him every ounce of effort every single day. And if I don't, I don't think he's going to be afraid to confront them and make sure that they do hustle and and give him 100% effort. But um, he knows the game. He knows people. He knows Chicago. He's been a world championship player. And I, I think it'll be an interesting time to watch him manage the Cubs. Pat Hughes joining us on Inside the Clubhouse. This hour brought to you by Team Hockberg. Visit their new website, 56david.com. That's 56david.com. And, Pat, you mentioned the winter meetings uh, coming up next week. Uh, Usually lots of uh, maneuvering begins around that time with uh, free agency and trades and whatnot. And this could be the year, and Bruce and I were talking about this earlier, really for the first time since 2015 that the the young core, whatever you want to call the, the key you know, young Cubs guys that helped them win the World Series back in 2016. You may see that break up a little bit. It's, it's going to be a different offseason for the Cubs. Well, that's a possibility, Mike, and, and that's, uh, that's Theo Epstein's job and, and Jed Hoyer and, and their, their fine uh, staff of, of professional baseball people. They make those decisions, and uh, I'm not in the loop, nor should I be, and uh, whatever they do is, is going to be very interesting to watch. All right, Pat, now it is the holiday season, and I can't think of a more perfect gift for the baseball fan out there than some of the great offers that you have at BaseballVoices.com. And that is where Pat has put together his collection of the great CDs of some of the great broadcasters in baseball history, Red Barber, Ron Santo, Chuck Thompson, John Miller, and now your latest the great Bob Costas. Tell us a little bit about this latest CD that you have for offer. Well, Bob Costas uh, was a Hall of Famer a couple of years ago and uh, just simply one of the all-time great broadcasters, not just sportscasters, but if you were to ask who is a better broadcaster in American history than Bob Costas, I can't think of a single person who has done all of the things that he has done. He is always prepared. He is as smooth as silk. You think about his career, Bob Costas, television sports play-by-play of baseball, basketball, football at the highest levels, studio hosting, including 12 Olympic Games, uh, conducting interviews. He's maybe one of the best interviewers I've ever heard or seen. His contributions to documentaries, uh, the eulogies that he's delivered for people like Mickey Mantle and Stan Musial. He's a great storyteller. He has a wonderful sense of humor. 
the commentaries that he has written and delivered. He's a great narrator. He's a good master of ceremonies. He's a speechmaker. His Hall of Fame speech at Cooperstown was incredible. But I've tried to capture all of these sides of Bob Costas, in addition to a segment where he joined Ron Coomer and me on Cubs Radio back on a Friday afternoon in, in June of 2014. But there's, uh, you're going to learn a lot and you're going to laugh a lot, uh, but you'll be amazed at Bob Costas and his, his deep intelligence, his sense of humor, the storytelling. It's, it's a very entertaining two-CD set, and it's available at BaseballVoices.com. And, Pat, one of the cool things for me personally, I happen to be in the booth with you and Ron the day, uh, one of the days last season when Bob was in town and he came over and just uh, the three of you guys were there shooting the breeze. And he mentioned to me, and, I, and we were laughing about this because, you know, this is 25 years ago, uh, 35 years ago, whenever, the, the, uh, whenever he comes to Chicago, inevitably, the Sandberg game is the first thing that everyone throws at him. And this is, again, 30, 1984 is the Sandberg game. And it's certainly, it's a cut on the CD. But, you know, the story he tells is just like, he'll just be walking down the street and somebody will yell Sandberg at him. And it'll be that. <laughs> Mike, I'm, gra- I'm glad you brought that up because you're right. Uh, there's an entire track devoted to what we call the Sandberg game. And it's got Rhino's home runs against Bruce Souter and, and uh, many of the other great highlights from that day. But, Bob, on the air with Coomer and I, I believe he said that is maybe one of the best baseball games he has ever seen in his entire life. And, and it was a classic, and it's uh, amazing that after all these years that it is still vivid in the imaginations and the memories of a lot of people. Pat, tell us a little bit about uh, some of your scorecards and how people can get that for holiday gifts for their husbands, wives, girlfriends, boyfriends, or, or all the above. Well, Bruce, that's nice of you to bring that up. And, and I think for Cub fans, uh, they seem to still enjoy that uh, the scorecard, my scorecard from Game 7 of the World Series, where I, I'm happy to sign it and put, uh, for example, the Chicago Cubs win the World Series and to Bruce or to Aunt Betty or uh, to Uncle Charlie or whomever. Uh, and uh, they seem to like that. They're available in frames or unframed. We also have a couple of other scorecards, the Kerry Wood 20-strikeout game. That's available. And then the, uh, the National League Championship Series, Game 6, the game where the Cubs beat the Dodgers at Wrigley, Kyle Hendricks over Clayton Kershaw, and that propelled the Cubs into the World Series in 2016. So that's available. Uh, we've got all the CDs, but they're at BaseballVoices.com. And... Um, uh, again, I'm happy to sign and personalize all of the items for anybody. Pat, uh, it's such a great collection, and uh, Mike was telling me how he picked up a bargain of your Ron Santos CD That's just right. recently. Um, somebody uh, gave it an under-market value of uh, $25, I think he picked <laughs> it up for him. But, uh, I, you know, the, these are these are things that historically that, um, are, you know, they, they never get old for the baseball fan as far as your CDs go. I mean... Uh, you're going on a long trip. You're going across town. Uh, these things are always fresh when you pop them in. Well, I try to include a lot of things, Bruce, and, and thank you for those nice words. I, I sincerely appreciate that. But I, I try to include uh, the biggest moments of the broadcaster's career, uh, his Hall of Fame speech, but maybe his announcement of a World Series. We've got Costas calling two of the World Series on his I've got him doing the All-Star game of 94. I've got the Sandberg game. Um, 
but you, you try to have humor. I love storytelling. I love laughter. Uh, there's a, a classic where Costas is imitating Howard Cosell, and, and it's laugh-out-loud funny. It really is. And uh, he's got a great wit about him. But I, I try to include a lot of things. I try to go baseball history, humor, um, storytelling, and, and try to get some baseball facts in there that maybe people were not aware of. Pat, have a great holiday season. I'm sure we'll be talking to you again soon, if not by the end of this month, by early next uh, year. I'm hoping for good things for you down the road here and your family. Have a great holiday season. Thanks for joining Mike and I on Inside the Clubhouse. Bruce, thank you. Thanks, Mike, and happy holidays to you and to all of your great listeners. Take thank care. You, Pat. The great Pat Hughes joining us on Inside the Clubhouse. Remember, BaseballVoices.com for the great CDs, as well as this autograph score cards uh, that I have personally in my uh, house from the 2016 scorecard when the Cubs won. I have one also from Ed Farmer from when the White Sox won. So I'm got the complete set. I'm I'm completely associated when it comes to world championship score scorecards. You're good for the last hundred years. Uh, Speaking of that baseball voices, and I I was going to jokingly mention to Pat, but uh, on that Santos CD that I have, Two of my favorite cuts. Uh, one of them, he lights his toupee on fire at Shea Stadium. That was a good time. I didn't know Pat wore it. <laughs> Not toupee. Pat. Oh, run. Oh. oh, I see. Uh, and then the the very infamous Brant Brown. Uh, yeah. Not that that was a good oh, moment, no. but it's a hilarious moment. Yeah, and there's some funny stories to go along with that. Uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll take a short break here. Come back. Wrap up the show. Remember, Ohio State, Michigan follows us today. Julie DeCaro also after the Ohio State game on the score. Also join the score in Dos Equis today, 2-4 to four for a college football appearance at Jesse Oaks and Gages Lake. Watch the games, win score prizes, enjoy Dos Equis. Dos Equis, keep it interessante. More inside the clubhouse on the score when we come back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage get cox internet powered by fiber with america's fastest download speeds it's internet built for tomorrow today cox always building better cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection speeds vary and are not guaranteed cox terms and other restrictions may apply analysis by ucla speed test intelligence data fixed median download speeds usq3 2023 Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Inside the clubhouse is back here on The Score. Bruce Levine, Mike Esposito in for Spiegel today. And one more segment with us. Ohio State in Michigan follows us. Julie DeCaro this afternoon. Join The Score in Dos Equis today from 2.30 to 4.30 for a college football appearance at Manny's Ale House in Elmhurst. Watch the games, win score prizes, and enjoy Dos Equis. Dos Equis, keep it interessante. Bruce? For the first winter I can remember for a long time, it would appear the Cubs and White Sox both covet the same player, and that would be Nick Castellanos. Mm-hmm. He was so terrific with the Cubs on many different levels, um, energy, ability to hit the ball, 
uh, to the left and right center field gap. Better defense than we had heard he was able to play. Um, and a, a clubhouse addition of great energy. Uh, that we know the, the Cubs would love to bring him back. The White Sox are looking for a right fielder uh, with some pop. Certainly a guy like that would be a, a great energizer in addition to the Chicago White Sox at age 28. Um, what what are your thoughts about the viability of him on uh, either side of town? Well, I certainly think we know the White Sox have money, right? We talked about this a little bit too with Jim Bowden is that uh, they need a right fielder. They can certainly afford to go get one in free agency. Jim was advocating for them to spend their money on pitching rather than outfield. Now we saw the boost that Castellanos gave the Cubs in the second half of last season. You could argue they would not have been in playoff contention at all if I, Castellanos I would agree with would, that. Yeah, right. Wood's would, not there. So I think, well, for him personally, listen, he, he has maximized his opportunity to make money based on what he did at the end of last season. He, he's hitting free agency on, on the highest of highs in terms of where his uh, numbers were at. So certainly somebody is going to pay him. I think the Cubs' via, uh, financial viability to sign him is just not there based on what they've told us that they're looking to do and you know, looking to tie up some of the other guys. Uh, and as for the White Sox, I think he would fit in nicely. Now the question is, is do they want to spend the money on an outfielder? Do they want to spend the money on pitching? I think they want to do both. Uh, they probably have about $90 million committed right now, uh, maybe a little bit more. I think the wiggle room number is going to be somewhere between 130 and $140 million. That was my question, yeah. So uh, if that's the case and you, um, you, know, you, you have a couple of pitchers and a, a free agent um, outfielder, and remember there's an asset that they have right now that they didn't have before they signed Grendel. You you have a great backup in James McCann uh, for one more year under contract, but there are other teams right now with the catching market. Uh, you know, you have Grandel that signed, Gomes signed. Uh, you have um, uh, two or three other top catchers that have signed already. Yep. Other teams right. are looking for uh, a James McCann, and now they have that ability to put him in a in a combination deal or to bring back another asset if they'd like to with uh, Collins and Zavallo, the young catchers, uh, with an opportunity to back up uh, Grandel. And the the other place that takes my brain immediately is Wilson Contreras. And is he someone the Cubs hold on to? Is he someone they listen to uh, this winter uh, as you talk about what the Cubs go forward yeah, with I, in 2020. I, 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 I'm I mean, not advocating are to you, trade him. Are you, a, are you in the belief that Caratini and Amaya, who's probably a year or two from no, from being in the big leagues, can handle that? I, I mean, we know the upside of Wilson Contreras. We know he's still young. There's three years of contract control on him. He's going to his first year of arbitration. Um, we know that the framing thing is something that, people don't like about him uh soft hands he doesn't have but you know certainly there is a tremendous amount of talent in the offense in the arm in the energy that he brings out there I think he would be uh, very difficult to replace I agree with you I am not advocating trading Wilson Contreras I am a Wilson Contreras fan I'm just just asking the question because it's been rum, you know there have been the rumblings sure, out there about absolutely. breaking up this. Mike, court. you're 100 percent right. There there have been rumblings about all their players. And you know the one guy that's interesting that you never hear the rumblings about 
is Anthony Rizzo. Nope, exactly. So he is in the same boat as all of these guys. There's two years left in his contract. You know, he's been the face of the organization since he uh, was traded for uh, for Andrew Kastner in one of the great Cub trades in history by this group back in 2012, I believe, maybe 11. And, uh, you know, he's been under a, a tremendously favorable contract. It's going to end up being seven years and about, um, uh, you know, about $9 million average on the contract over that period of time. Cubs saved themselves probably $100 million over the period of time of the contract. Uh, Rizzo's name never really comes up because is it because he's the face of the organization, he's iconic, or what other reason can you come up with that he, his name, it's Bryant, it's Contreras, it's even Baez at times mentioned, uh, Schwarber, but never Anthony Rizzo. Well, I think uh, several things, and you mentioned the contract. They locked him up. They gave him one of those, uh, you know, pay him early, but, you know, at a lesser rate type thing. So he took he took the early money. He took the early financial security, which I would right. do also. And, and so the Cubs are now reaping the benefits of that on the back end. But he's such a glue guy. He's such a leader in that locker room, and he's a great player. He's Mr. Consistency, whether it's in the field or at the plate. He's a gamer. He shows you uh, that he's going to go out there and, and do what it takes to win. To me, that's the one guy in all the scenarios here. The one scenario I cannot see the Cubs going down is trading Anthony Rizzo. We thank the great Cub broadcaster who you hear on the score all year long, Pat Hughes, for joining us. Jim Bowden from MLB Network. Mike, thanks for sitting in for Matt uh, this week. I'm sure we'll talk to you down the line. Happy holidays to you and your family. People can follow me on Twitter at MLB Bruce Levine. On our website, I write for the White Sox and Cubs all week long at 670thescore.com. Thanks, Bruce. Same to you. Great to be here. Also, thanks to Zach Withers for producing this show. Uh, and uh, I will be uh, in and around the studio here. I'm at Espo 670, and uh, winter meetings next week. Bruce will be reporting live from them uh, as per usual. Stick around. It's Ohio State and Michigan, a little college football for you. Coming up next here on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.